All right, guys, we are back. That's my best we are back impression. But yes, we are back. The truth is, we are back. Well, not not back, back. Like book back. Good. But we are back. Um, And we are, I don't know if you can already sense it, but we are very clearly and evidently excited to be talking to you once again. Uh, It's been like, what, six months? We have really been away for a while, but of course we missed recording, we missed playing around and goofing and talking about all the things that are important to us. And most importantly, trying to create the safe space where we can uh, feel confident enough to be heard, to share our own experiences and be vulnerable with you and hope that that inspires you to really own your own experiences and share them so that together we can build uh, a more mental health conscious environment uh, like you already know, my name is Papa, and I'm in the studio with. <laughs> okay, and so 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 before we get into the details of this episode, I actually didn't mention my. I was just laughing. Oh, you you did. Oh. Okay, but but guys, first of all, we'd like to apologize for being away for so long. Um, it's really no fault of ours. It's our fault. <laughs> it's no fault of ours. Ours. Papa's fault. Yeah, but um, the truth is, you know, life happened. You know, adulthood and all the pressures of adulthood and every other thing in between came, you know, and sort of happened to and with us. And we've finally been able to sit together to be able to do this. So we call this an apology bonus episode because it's the sign of even greater things to come. Uh, we have very, very, very interesting topics lined up for the next season of Unguided. And so whilst we all wait for that, uh, we hope that you enjoy this preview into what is to come. So for our first episode back, we will be exploring personal boundaries and how COVID came and bled all the lines for all of us and how we can uh, revisit this issue and see how we can take our power back and establish real clear boundaries that can just help us live better, fuller lives the best way we want to and so in this episode we'll be talking about the importance of clear boundaries in the different kinds of relationships we have the complications of compromise and in true unguided style share our own experiences with boundaries and so we go You know, I think as people, we aren't able to fully experience each other because we keep fixing ourselves into other people. Right? You know, we keep preaching, you know, be authentic, be yourself, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, truly, it seems you are not really ready to accept each other for who we truly are. You know, when 
in terms of boundaries, I think bound for me boundaries are like I don't know guidelines I set to to create you know a safe permissible way that people you know should I say relate to me okay and how I respond to people and it's basically an environment I create to be able to function properly. And then you you let people know that, oh, hey, I function properly when this is done, when that, that is done. And then uh, you are met with this resistance. Like, people resist who you are. Okay. And I'm like, hmm, who am I living for? <laughs> <laughs> who are you living for? You right? Yeah. And it's like, they are saying, oh, you be, be yourself. But then I, I will tell you how to be you. And it does not make sense. We we expect people to be us. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Any behavior that people don't recognize, it becomes wrong. Okay. Like, like how you react to something is different from... How I'll react to something. No, I think I'm going off. Okay. But do you get what I'm saying? It's like people re- resist you. It's like when you you are saying, "Oh, I do, um, I think I'll function better when this is this is done, or you don't do this." Um, things that oh, I choose not to think of boundaries as things that are designed to keep people out, mm, but okay. rather to just help us effectively compartmentalize our relationships and to be able to define for ourselves what those relationships mean to us now and what they could mean in the future. Because it's firstly and or it firstly consists of trying to define, like I said, what a person means to you and then what the future of your relationship with this person would look like. And because to me, it's also something about taking control because, you know, by you defining the relationship, it's like you're taking control or ownership of it. It's 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 really about that or more about that and less about expecting control from people. Like, hey, because uh, I'm setting boundaries because I expect you to react to me in this way. It's, it's rather more like, okay, I'm setting these boundaries because I am taking control of this situation and I want you to react to me in this way. You know, so it's more active than passive. That is how I want to think of boundaries. For example, okay. right. So we are basic regular friends and it's really nothing more. It's just a hello high relationship, okay. right? And in that particular circumstance, you are definitely not going to have access to all of my energy or at least some prime parts of it though. And... You know, that doesn't mean that I am not committed to the progress of the relationship or it doesn't mean so much to me. But the truth of the matter is, in that moment where I choose to set certain boundaries within a basic regular friendship, I'm just prioritizing my own peace until further notice. And until further notice doesn't mean, you know, in a later time, I'm expecting that you would stress me out, but it just means in a later time, I would reevaluate the terms of our relationship, or we would reevaluate the terms of our relationship, and then we would relax some rules and maybe even set new ones, right? Because it's 
when we say again, when we say until further notice, or when I say until further notice, I don't mean that boundaries are supposed to be rigid boxes or rigid rules that you know you need to have a mental checklist of and just be checking every day you interact with the person. To me, boundaries are rather supposed to be amorphous. You know, they are supposed to be malleable, but the issue is who has the hammer? Because if you leave the hammer in the hand, or to me, if I leave the hammer in the hand of the person who, with whom I'm in the basic regular friendship, then I'm expecting control from that person. And so, you know, it's up to the person to decide where to hit with the hammer and where not to hit with the hammer or how hard to hit. But if I have the hammer in my hand, I am going to determine which parts of the boundaries are malleable and which ones are not. That's what I mean by saying, to me, it's more active than passive. Right, so let me just, you know, I love this part in Unguided when we just go into the personal stories and just forget all the, like, Elliot took, right? So, previously, I had zero concept of boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, zero concept of boundaries. You know, not to mean that I allowed anyone and everyone into my space, you know, like I was a social whore or something. <laughs> but... <laughs> I was the type of person to voluntarily, you know, without pay, by the way, like manage a large circle of friends. And so, you know, I introduced my class friends or my classmates to my church friends, mm. to my, like, you know, One my other types family. of, but yes, <laughs> you know, so we all coexist in harmony and I'm yeah. kind of the link in between, <laughs> you know, so I was, I was the, the glue that bound us. <laughs> Don't laugh. I was the glue that bound us all together, you know, and lived in peace and harmony, blah, 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 and all of that good stuff. And the truth of the matter is, look, it did serve me well in some majorly good ways, but it also blew back on me in, like, some catastrophic ways, to be very honest. Because the lines were so blurred that it got to a point where there were certain things I wasn't exactly comfortable with, but I how to establish that conversation and, you know, bring them out into the open and make sure that, you know, I communicated my feelings on it was a problem Mm -hmm. because it wasn't something talked about initially and it has been happening in the past. So, you know, in theory, it sounds always nice to say, I'll just communicate about it, you know, just communicate. But the thing is, practically, because of the circumstances of the friendship, it it creates problems. It's not very easy all the time to communicate and that's something I really appreciate. And so something happened between um, two of us in this large happily... In this large happy circle of friends, you know, and um, it's affected the dynamic between the rest of us. Because at some point, everyone's business was everyone's business and everyone was just putting their noses everywhere. (laughs) It was, uh, it was, it wasn't a mess. It depends Mm -hmm. on, because if I know like you are some way and then you are going to cross my boundaries. Mm. Like it's clear from the beginning. I'm going to be very rigid with you. But with some people, my boundaries are porous. Okay. And it's like, it's like, I've tested and I have known that they will not cross the boundary. Oh, okay, that sounds so devious, but okay. <laughs> but like, do you know? Yes, yes, I, I, get, I get what you mean. But you know, like, let's say, uh, group A of my friends and okay. group B. Yes. 
please, I use hugging because hugging is very aid to me. Yeah. Like, these people, I don't hug them because I know they are going to, you know, it's, it's going to be disastrous. Like, I'm going to feel very, like, somebody's invading my privacy. Mm-hmm. But then with some people, I don't know, it's just, it's just, it's just like a comfortable thing for me to do with yeah. them. And then you'll be like, oh. So I just want to say that, like, some with some people you can be very rigid and with some people you can be very porous and me i feel that's okay people are going to say that oh you are two-faced i like because i'm not going to put myself in a situation where i don't know if i actually like that i can be somewhere with some people and I can be different. Yeah. I, l- I like that I can show like my different personalities at different times, right? What did you ask me? Oh, you forgot. <laughs> I was asking what your experiences with boundaries were. But like, before you even talk about that, let me also cut in. <laughs> I feel like we do this all the time in conversation. And so we end up not even going anywhere. Oh, yeah. But, 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 you know, when you say that to know what a boundary is, it's... F- or to know what, a, what is a boundary or out of bounds for other people, for you, it must have been crossed first. Mm-hmm. It really makes a lot of sense. Because see, when I meet, when I meet you fresh, you know, I understand, you know, with, with certain boundaries for myself, you know, it took some time for me to know that, you know, I can't function when like this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then, I, I am aware that it also take people some time to adjust yes. to me. So when I go in fresh, I'm not rigid, very rigid, yeah. Rigid. But then I let you know. Right? But then when I realize that you are you are taking it for granted, like it's just one of those things. Because I have I have this I think new friend, I should say. You know, when we when we met fresh, you know, we were talking, talking. And of course, I have to tell him that I'm not a hugger. Yeah. Like, I have to tell you. And then, okay, like, oh, that's fine. Then I realized that, like, as we were going on, so that he just, I don't know if he forgets. Okay. He was just, like, going for a hug. And okay. Like, and I don't want to say, oh, well, I told you I don't like hugs. I don't know. You don't want to have to remind people that it's a yes. boundary that they shouldn't cross because you yeah. have already talked about it. Right. And I, I feel like uh. they're going to think I am BBB, mm. like me a Barry B. Somebody actually told me, no, what are you Barry, sir? When say day, well, I'm sure you also have things you don't like. I just feel like like we are not the same so if someone says that oh i don't want to do this i don't think you see it as like some confrontation be yeah. let's uh, it's not like if you don't do it you will die like do but yes <laughs> is it and and the thing with hugging is <laughs> and I'm shy. it's not like i hate hugs as as i said there are some people i can't hug and some people i, I just know not to hug them it just takes a while yeah. for me to, like, you know, get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And then maybe, I mean, maybe we can talk about that later. But that's also, like, about, you know, sometimes when you go in, like, there's 
I do this sometimes. Like me, when something's wrong with me, it's so obvious. Like I okay. can't, I can't hide that something is going on with me. Okay. Wait, Auntie. Before you go in, I think I should let everyone know. <laughs> that what? <laughs> so when Auntie blows, you know what? <laughs> I mean, she's already blowing, but when she blows even bigger in future and you see her in town and she's not smiling to you, it doesn't mean she has an issue with you. Auntie herself has admitted <laughs> that she has RBF. So that is, you know, I'm just laying people, the people ground. I don't know what RBF is. Is it? What's RBF? Wait, you don't know what RBF no, is? No, some people don't know what RBF is. Oh, you want me to say it? I don't mind. Okay, RBF is a resting bitch face. Like, what does it mean? So, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Um, the, oh, there's a term for it. Um, bone your face, right? It's like you you are always serious. I look like you know. You know, don't touch me, don't touch me. But exactly. I, but inside, I'm like, come and talk to me. That is probably me. That, that's probably like okay. that's how I am. Oh, not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, but you know what I mean. Yes, I know what but you like, mean. Inside, like you know. Yeah. Unless, like, you come to me, then you come and say something. Yeah. That, that was just by the way, guys. Uh-huh. So, what did I say? I don't even remember. Papa. <laughs> uh-huh. I was saying that, like, you know, like, as I was saying, like, if something is going on with me, yeah. I can't hide it. Like, it's so obvious. Like, it'll be on my mind. I don't even bother hiding. And then, if you ask me, I might go, like, oh, I'm just going through blah, 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 blah. I don't want to talk about it. Like, I'll tell you that yes. something is going on, but I don't want to talk about it. But that's it. And people, most of the time, people don't, they don't want to hear it. Like, why Why don't? Why can't you say it right now? I don't know if they just want to hear it out of a concern or... Yeah. But, like, people don't... With me, I, I feel like people don't really trust me to to come through for myself. Yeah. People don't trust me to be able to like figure things out for myself and in my own time, like I can come forward and say. And just say, yeah. And that's because people, I don't know, most of uh, the like I'm not in a safe space to share what I'm going through. Yeah. Because most of the people are actually some are judging, yeah. or they are oversimplifying. I, I hate that. So not, I don't actually tell anybody because they're going to give me some oversimplified advice. Be like, yeah. as I'm exaggerating, be blah blah. blah. So I'm like, mm, let me just figure it out. And when I need help, people should trust that when people need help, they will come forward and ask for help, depending on. The environment you create for them. Yes. Do you get it? But with, so, like with me, let's say you you have an issue, and then maybe you tell me about it. I'm not going to force you like, oh, well, what is going on? What is yeah. going? On? Even though d- deep down, you I want really to, I really know. want to know. I'm not thinking that's normal. Me, cause I get like me, yeah. like, I really want to know. But like, you just have to. I just have to remind it. myself that, you know, just, just. I show the person that you know, like you are here, like anytime you're ready, like you are here. Just create that safe environment. Yeah, and even that is a boundary. Right. Right? Because you should know in any relationship that okay, this person does not like to be forced mm-hmm. to speak about what they are going through. Mm-hmm. And so it's your responsibility as a friend, as a partner, as a whatever, to ensure that you just remind them that, that you are available if you are available. 
and then you just leave them be. Mm-hmm. But of course, um, like Auntie was saying earlier, it depends on the environment you create because there are some very clear incidents where you would have to intervene and connect the person to some kind of help. Mm-hmm. You know, when it gets to things, um, issues of suicide and depression, you know, those very clear harmful incidents or worrying incidents, then you would have to um, stage some kind of intervention. But of course, a lot of it will still largely depend on the environment you create. But to to circle back or to piggyback off the point you just raised, another boundary that really upsets me when people cross or another behavior that people um, exhibit that also really upsets me and also rocks the boundaries that I set up are when uh, people use... You see, it's not even about the fact that they trivialize it. They sort of remind you of issues that you don't want to be reminded of. Or your experience is like fodder for conversation for them. For example, Mm. I come and tell you, Auntie, about something I'm dealing with. You know, we talk about it. I get through that time. I'm all right now. And then, you know, maybe at a later time, you know, without permission, though, you you use this to maybe make a joke. That, oh, I mean, you, I mean, even you, like, last time I went to the one who was saying this or even feeling this way, I mean, I'll look at you now. You know? Or it's even worse when, for example, you're in a large circle or a larger circle of right? friends. And then it becomes, like I said, fodder for conversation. Or like this guy, oh, you don't even know that like, he was feeling this way, he was going through this this time, and now I'll look at him, he's here making noise. And I know. I get I that know. a lot of times it's not from a malicious place, but I just cannot help feeling outraged. And for me, that is an immediate no-no. Like, we are not going back the same. I'm sorry, but it will just happen because you have crossed an uncrossable boundary. Of course, that doesn't mean, you know, I I am not open to having a conversation about it to, you know, really push it back that, see, I'm not comfortable with this and so you need to stop. But the truth of the matter is, it does change some fundamental things with our relationship. And so to even conclude my point, I think the thing about boundaries is that they are very, very subjective and it's really not anyone's place to trivialize or criticize someone else's boundary because you don't live in their bodies and you don't live in their lives for them. And so we all just have to do better because, you know, something that might appear trivial to you is an issue of deep concern to other people. Like, deep concern it bugs their minds and they can't sleep and they stay awake thinking about it and so once the boundaries are clear and you know they are out there it's just your responsibility to you know respect them and so auntie i want to ask you in setting boundaries you know like you said earlier that in new relationships you don't enter rigid boundaries because of course it's a new relationship you can't begin by saying okay look to begin this friendship here are my terms and, and all of that stuff. I wish I could do but, that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But, mm-hmm. but you, uh, you create room for mistakes. And yeah. then, you know, people cross and you're like, oh, okay, so you know what? I'm really not comfortable with this. Mm. How many times for you should a boundary be crossed until, you know, it's out? Like, I mean, let's say 20th strike, you're out. 50th strike, you're out. 
or first strike, <laughs> you are packing. I've, I think it, when it gets to a point where it's intentional. Okay, so for you, it's not even about the number. It's about how you feel about it. Like, if I see that you are not really making an effort uh-huh. Uh-huh. to, like, respect the boundary. Yeah. You know, like, sometimes you, you, like, when you pass a comment, like, when you pass a comment, like, mm-hmm. like yes. you're some way, and I'm like, oh, no. I can't. I can't deal. So, like, what do you do? Because I feel like a lot of times, it's very easy to say, look, this friendship is, like, over. Or maybe it has fundamentally changed the way we react. But what do you do in that moment? Do you, like, call them out and leave? Or... Do you know this? Yeah. I'm saying this, that I'm saying this over. It's like, what I actually want to do, but I don't do it. Yeah, that is also something very... Yes, Like, in my mind... I really do. I'm supposed to, like, move away. I really do. But I'm just like, what do I do? What can I do? You know, and I think it's not even a question of willpower. It's it's less about willpower than it is about you just being present in that complicated situation and frankly not knowing how to approach it. Like what the best course of action is. Do I call yeah. them out and go? Do I leave? Do I... Like, give them another chance. What do I do? I, I may appear like some Takashi girl, but I, I don't know how to call out people yeah. for some of their nonsense. So, Takashi on the outside, sweet summer child on the inside. Yes. Okay, Because okay. I always... Do you know most of my... The, the way they say, oh, I'm a hard girl. I, I don't like affection. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. To be honest, it really hurts me because I'm <laughs> not like that. If people just, like, respect my boundaries, I don't think they are anything rigid. It's just it's just because they are not able to have their way. Mm. That is why they say, uh, then, because I'm telling myself that way, then I am the hard girl. And frankly, don't, isn't that a bit and messed it's, up? It's like, <laughs> it's annoying, but, like, it's I've, I've just accepted that. I've just accepted I'm a hard girl, okay. No, because you cannot have your way with my body, my time, my resources, my energy. And so you label me as something yes. undesirable or like the other. Yeah. And, that is and, messed and, up. And, and do you know, like, you know, they'll say, oh, I'm a hype girl. And when I actually finally, like, decide to, like... Not give in. Do you know, like, when they give me, when you give me that label, I actually start accepting that, oh, like, this is how I'm a hard girl. I'm okay. not an affectionate person, blah, blah, blah. So I don't even allow myself myself to, like, explore other things. I, 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 so it, it even locks you in yes. further. And that so is a problem. In, in my mind, I, you know, like, like no, I want to do... That is problematic. I'm right? Saying. So, and, and you know what's annoying? When, when they, when I'm actually, I'm finally doing those things, they'll be like, Hey, what happened? Like, hey, instead of them to sort of like encourage, they, it's like you're a hard girl. And now you're not being a hard girl, and you're being punished for it. I'm like, so, so right now, what should I do? You know, I think friendship, not friendships, relationships, all kinds of relationships are just so hard these days <laughs> because people are just refusing to be better. No one wants to respect anyone's boundary. And so, 
it's like I can't do what I want with you and other Europeans in the moment, and so I am more pissed. So I think right, what right is the point now, of that? I I think the only way out mm. is for me to make new friends. <laughs> I think I've already told you before, like with the new friends that I am I am making now, I'm not really subjecting myself to the hard girl hard yeah. girl code. I'm just being myself. What people don't get is that you know I am growing and yes. like I'm being exposed to like a lot of things. So let's say I had this boundary that oh I don't do this. And now I am changing and I've you know I've broken down that barrier. I'm like okay now I'm going to try this. Then people are like you you can't change like why are you changing? Do you get it? So with my new friends I'm just Going now is like all me. No, but I'm really deep in what you are saying right now. And by the way, thanks for you know being vulnerable, really vulnerable on this because it's like here's the case where to because you are not conforming to people's expectations, they put you in a box. <laughs> you know, and you also push yourself further into the box. Mm-hmm. Like the box you didn't even put yourself in, by the way. The box that was placed over you. And this box affects your other relationships to the point where it even becomes your identity. Like, what kind of secondhand identity to yeah, that so one? I'm not even aware that you become that person. I am really deep in it's this. Just, wow. It's just like this year. Was it this year? Last this This year. And I actually realized that. I mean, all these things that people have been saying that I don't, I don't like doing. I actually like them. Like when I try to like open myself to do those yeah. things, I'm like, I'm not hard girl, people. But the <laughs> reason you sure. weren't doing them was because people put that label on you, and so you just restricted yourself yes. access. Mm. Oh yeah. See, <laughs> I think that at this point, I think this is even a good way to segue into talking about compromise. Because what does compromise mean? And at what point uh, do you, is it okay to just relax the rules a little bit? Maybe I'll start on this one. Okay. Okay. When I think of compromise, I think that it's impossible to have a general compromise. I don't know if it's because now I have become a very, you know, I don't know the word to use, but... I, like you said earlier, I try as much as possible to, or now I'm trying as much as possible to build me really meaningful relationships, really dynamic and fundamentally different relationships with everyone in my life. Exactly. And so, like you said earlier, there's some people with whom I am completely this way, or I would talk about this type of stuff, or I share this part of myself with, and some people I don't share this part of myself with. Mm-hmm. And it's not about having multiple personalities to me, but it's more about who you vibe with and what's upon what premise you are vibing because that's the substance, that's the essence of the relationship, right? Like the foundation. So I think in terms of compromise, to me, it's about the situation and the person at the, at the end of the compromise. Are they worthy of compromise? One, because there's a... Look, <laughs> I mean, we don't do this on Unguided, you know, by defining people, but... Look, there are some people who are not worthy of compromise. 
and the truth of the matter is we cannot give you identity or I can't give you identifiers of those people but if you know you know like IYK YK I don't know tell me <laughs> no you know because like I said right the situation will let you know whether or not this is something to compromise on because at the end of the day it's a boundary because you know you can't compromise if the person is not already informed of the boundary mm-hmm it's when the boundary has been established and both parties have communicated and it's crossed or it's being crossed. That is when compromise can come in. Or sometimes even before it's crossed, then compromise can come in, it will be crossed and then it's we, the compromise will be, sorry, will be eliminated. You get... So I think that in setting compromise, it's really about who is at the other end of the compromise, if they are worthy of the compromise anyway. And in what context are you giving that compromise? Because trust me, a lot of people out there, in fact, not out there, out here, in this part of our world, in this, our generation, take compromise in one situation to mean compromise in every situation. Look, I tell you today that um, I am dealing with a broken heart. Mm-hmm. And because I go ahead to give you all the gory details of my broken heart, then you take it as, okay, because I have let you into this very private sphere Good. of my life... It automatically gives you access to every other aspect of my life. Right. To the point that you even begin demanding answers from me. Not like asking, <laughs> like, you know, it's different between asking and demanding. You are demanding answers from me on certain things that I haven't given you access to. I mean, what is that? You know? What really does that mean? You know, it's like when people want to hear, they want to go. Five yards. <laughs> you know, we were like planning this one. We we're like, oh, we we'll talk about um, co- uh, boundaries and friendships, yeah. in relationships, in family. And I was thinking about boundaries in family. I was like, boundaries in family. <laughs> that would be so messy because it would be so unclear. Because no shit, but in my house. Boundary, I don't think. Like, let me journal. Like, what I have seen, what I have observed. Not in my house, maybe in my house. Not in my house. Okay. But like some parents, I must know everything. Mm. Like you, babe. I'm tempted to <laughs> to share that time, but I won't. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah, and you have a home to go. So what I do is that I just try to avoid situations that will allow my boundaries to be crossed. I don't know if that makes yes. sense. Yes. Yes. Like you, babe. Yeah, I I really understand. Mm. You, know, you knock yourself into a corner, like a literal corner, or you act in such a way that you just don't open yourself up for to, uh, you know opportunities certain, avenues certain parts of my life Where that boundaries, will, yeah. yeah so that's how I, like i deal with family because it's not like you can go and have a conversation it's different it's different for all of us our homes are different. exactly you know i think that especially with family it's always so complicated yes. in terms of boundaries and compromise because these are people who brought you into the world. These like, are people you will coexist with, people who whose lineage you are a part of mm. and whose lineage you will continue. Because I grew up with stories of my mates 
whose diaries were read by their parents, who, who you know, were asked, who were forcibly asked certain intimate questions, you know, invasively. You know, not I had, even, I had, I had this friend, you know, like, subtly. Like, her mother intentionally buy her diary. And her mother knows that, you know, that is the diary I bought her. So she has to write some things inside so that I can go and read it later. I, I, I mean, be, because, no, at the end of the day, you know, but, but conversely, I think that now, at least, uh, with, uh, in this time, uh, there are a lot of parents who are trying, they're actually trying in this mm. regard, trying to give uh, their children as much bandwidth as possible to really explore life through their own eyes and not, you know, be a sort of crutch for their children to hop on as they explore life. Mm. Because in the house, it's, oh gosh, it's always complicated. How do you tell your brother or your sister that they are doing or they are crossing a line that you really don't want crossed but also doesn't appear like a big deal to them. You know, crossing the line now, I mean, in terms of maybe they are worrying you, picking on you, like, con- continuously, and go like, okay, stop, stop, I don't like that. Not that kind. But for example, um, you're, maybe you already have conversations about something deeply personal to you with your brother, and you talk about it, like, in the moment. And then afterwards, you know, then it's like, because you have spoken with him about this, it's sort or he he takes this as a pass to ask you other questions, like follow up questions, mm. or maybe go through your stuff mm. to see maybe more evidence of something or to clearly get the picture. Some, I mean, whatever weird reason it is, but you get you have my drift, right? Yeah, yeah. How do you talk about this? Because it's like, this is your brother. You know, and especially in this uh, in this our generation where uh, having siblings you are really close to and very intimate with and share secrets with, siblings who are your bestest friends in the world and you do almost everything together and you bar together and eat with the same spoon and all of that. You know, in this age where it's very, or in our generation where it's very yeah, sensational, mm-hmm. how do you navigate that? Like creating those clear limitations that see, bro, yes, we are good, we are blood, but don't cross this line. Actually, for me, I haven't had to deal with that because me and my siblings, like, we know, we just know, we just know our place. Yeah. We just, I don't really... Okay, how, how did you get into that space of knowing your place in the first place? I, I don't know. We just know. Like, Is that I, how you were raised? It's not how we were. I don't know how to say this without... Like, we see... Um, Let's say how our parents treat us. And how other people treat their children. We don't want to be like that with each other. So we just sort of like... I don't know. Like, me and my siblings are always talking. Mm-hmm. Talking. So we just know... What does, what you don't like, what I don't like. Okay. They know I, I, I don't do... Even the nuanced ones? Okay. Uh, I'm, just, I'm like that with my siblings. So, like, we just know, okay, maybe not my little sister, because she's, she's... I'm 18, she's 80 years. Hey, I'm 80 years older. <laughs> yes. So, 
Uh, but she's closer to my brother. So we okay. But me and my brother, we just know. My brother knows I don't like those, those little things. Those old things. Like emotion, emo, emo things. Oh. And he knows what I want to talk about and what I don't want to talk about. He knows what will make me like, what will trigger me, what will annoy me. We just know. Mm. And I know that for him. If he hasn't like opened up to me about something, I'm not going to like press. Mm, no. Yeah. And with the thing with me is that what you give me is what I, I will take. I, I'll not keep pushing you for even though I may want to really go deep. Uh, I just trust that, like, you, if you're ready, you just... Girl, like, see, let me just, let me just, you know. <laughs> what? Let me just, let me just put this out there. What? You know I am a very curious, inquisitive person. Mm. I'm strictly avoiding the use of the K-word on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but me, me, I'm not a but, but it's because it's like sometimes, you see, and I I feel guilty for it because... I, I should be feeling sometimes when people confide in me, for example, I should be feeling more empathetic. But I just can't help. I don't know if it's a human thing, but it's like I am more interested in the juicy details <laughs> sometimes. But I think, I think, okay, than but, expressing empathy. I think, but with me, you are trying. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll be like, it's so annoying. That. Yeah, or they're so good. They're awed by this, or they are pleased by this, because it's just indicative of how, I mean, I don't, this is not bragging. This is like just putting the point out there. It's just indicative of how excellently I try to manage my relationships mm -hmm. and just try to, you know, really find a meaningful connection with different people. So it's like, for example, on, on birthdays, I will never, ever be the kind of person to just say, ML bro, hey. woolen up. <laughs> Wait, do people say I'll woolen up or S-W-U-L-L-N? They say all the letters or they say woolen up. Or um, more life, man. So Bless up my G. <laughs> what is that? No, because I think that, you know, for me, on an occasion as special as a birthday, that is when I can really tell you what exactly you mean to me or what our relationship dynamic is like. And just put no, it out there. No, they really try. Yeah, it's so like, I Do know, you know what I to like because, yeah. With you, you know, like, you have, like, different people in your life okay but it's like you have you have like a connection with like each of them okay and to and that's me what, up. And that's what, that i don't know mm. i think that that's great because with me i don't like bringing all my friends together yeah it's going to overwhelm i'm even going to be confused <laughs> you're not even being paid for it <laughs> on top. But i like that like you you know you have people different people in your life that you you, you Keep getting different things, giving off different things. So like it's like separate, different, little, little deep connections, and I, and I, I like that. The power of meaningful relationships. Right. Y'all should be out here creating meaningful relationships, and you know, of course, I mean, meaningful here doesn't mean that you know. I mean, there's no clear definition for meaningful in this conversation because <laughs> there are some things that I have talked about with some people who are seated on this chair with me right now. That have no meaning. Absolutely <laughs> no meaning. But, you know, in the moment, they are just relevant wow. to the conversation. Oh, oh, oh. You see what we're talking about? Oh, okay. 
So like boundaries in relationships. Yes. Like, I mean romantic relationships. Ooh. Or you may not be able to communicate properly mm. or correctly. And then you know, and then you're just going to Yeah. And and do you know Okay, I think we've already mentioned it like like somebody does something like one time and then you know, you're so angry, like, you don't even talk about it. Blah, 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 blah. When you haven't even, like, told the person that this is it's a boundary oh I don't want gosh. to be crossed. That too, that too, though. I just feel like we should, I don't know, as much as we give ourselves grace, we should also, like... Extend give, the same grace. Yes. You know, if, like, if it is about to be crossed or crossed, I feel like it gives an opportunity for people to, like, Communicate and, and like, talk about it. Yes, like set some foundation. Be so. Of course. Mm. But of course, that will also depend on the intentionality. Right. You know. Yeah, but but maybe as a last thing to this conversation, on your question about whether or not, uh, why it's hard for sorry, why it's hard for people to mm-hmm. respect boundaries. Is that what you said? No, to have boundaries. To have boundaries, I think a lot of it might also be to due to social expectations. Mm. It's like, we are, back to the issue of lovers. We are lovers. So, we must do this because it's a thing lovers do. You know, we must walk hand in hand everywhere. Mm. Especially on campus. Oh my God, that thing used to just give me the ick. (laughs) Do you know what's funny? I just stop and laugh. (laughs) You know, I mean, and it's like, it's none of my business who's probably enjoying their love, but... <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, so if you if you were holding hands with your lover in front of me back in school, <laughs> I'm sorry, but... <laughs> but I was thinking different things. You know, but it used to give me the ache. A lot. You know, we are... But you, I thought you like, like, PD. I do. You know, and... <laughs> What's your problem? Look, see... It's as I'm saying that all this is so blurred for me. Like I see other people holding hands, you know, like and sometimes it's like I mean the past sometimes it was fine. But now it's still giving the ick so much. I don't know where it was coming from, but till date it still does. But when I hold hands, when I get the chance to hold someone with someone who sorry, hold hands with someone who is my lover, mm. I will never, ever get the ick. <laughs> So you keep it to yourself. Just, just keep it to yourself. And that's me. But I'm, I'm, I'm tra- what I'm trying to say is that okay. you don't have to do something because it is what people who are in your situation do. Mm-hmm. We are friends and so we have to talk about... We are this type of friends, good best friends. And so we have to talk about all our secrets. You know? Yes. No, you don't I have think to do that. Because of a lot of social expectations of what we should be and what we shouldn't be in our different types of relationships, it's so hard to set boundaries because there's always that conflict. Who am I and who sh- am I expected to be? And so you keep on navigating that gray area uh, until, you know, pop, and then the relationship is over. Now, I just like live in your own unique experience. Experience like uh, as you said, you just don't compare your situation to someone else's. Yes, just do you. Yeah, and that comes a lot of like self awareness. 
Yeah. Right. Self-awareness is key in setting boundaries, I think. You know yourself. You know the boundaries that you have set. That you can set, by the way. And you just... You know, you just go with your guts and what works for you. And what you expect the different people in your life to... You know, how sorry, how you expect different people in your life to react to you and also how you react to the different people in your life because you can't expect gold from people and then be giving them bronze. It doesn't work that way. So in as much as you set boundaries for your own self and your different relationships, it's also really important that you give people that same respect, like you were saying, extend that same grace to people and allow them to also figure themselves out and then together, you just, you know, arrive at a really good place. Mm. Right. So, I think this is the end of the conversation. Yeah. Right. There's a lot to be said, but, you know, we can't say it at all. It's alright. Yeah. Alright. So, uh, this is, unfortunately, the end of this particular conversation on the boundaries. Uh, let us know if you love it. We might just do a part two because there's so much that has been left unsaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know we can't keep on recording for two hours that is practically impossible uh, in this Accra anyway but 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 the point is uh, we really love the fact that you guys have been reaching out to us with your feedback letting us know how you've been enjoying the previous episodes letting us know you are looking forward to new episodes and so like I said enjoy this apology bonus episode whilst you wait for us to record new ones and then you can just listen to all of them. An mm-hmm. entire season of unguided episodes. What would that look like? Like new episodes. Fresh off the the pots. Brand new. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mean, right. Brand new. <laughs> so that's that. That's yes, that. yes. But guys, yeah. if you aren't following us already, or if you're not part of our community on Instagram, the handle is at unguidedpod. Go follow us, engage with our content. Feel free to DM us or send us an email. We are, like we always say, we can't promise to provide you the best help, but we can promise to connect you to the best type of help that is out there. And so just get in touch and let's keep the conversation going and set clear boundaries. And so, um, Auntie, uh, before we like officially sign out, do you have anything you want to add? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Oh, okay. I just can't wait to say it's bye for now. Oh, okay, let's let's do that. Like we're doing the like the traditional shoes. <laughs> Please bye bye. Sorry. Okay, all right. Should we say it? oh, it's bye for now? Right. It's one. bye for now. No, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> On cue. One, two, three. It's bye <laughs> for now. Wait. Why are you saying okay, it? Okay, okay, okay. okay. Stress the now, like now. Uh, okay. You know. Okay. So, <laughs> All right.